February 21st, 2013. Episode 8, The Good, The Bad, and The Incrementalism. As always, welcome, and hopefully welcome back. Also, if this is the first time that you've ever heard me, and you like what you hear, make sure to go by the website at mad-yet.blogspot.com. There, you'll be able to find simple and easy links to our material on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and on iTunes. Now let's go see what I had to say in my new article. The Good, the Bad, and the Incrementalism. I never intended this blog to be primarily about gun control, but the more I write, the more I realize its importance to me, and many people are saying they're learning a lot from my perspectives. So I shall continue to beat this dead horse at any time I feel it's relevant, because of its importance to all of our individual freedoms. Firstly, there are a few things we should go over. The Good 1. Mainstream talking head Mark Levin is now suspecting DHS's purchases of 2.1 billion rounds of ammunition as preparation for societal collapse. When mainstream talking heads start talking about this, you have to ask, is there something to it? 2. Medal of Honor recipient declines invitation to the State of the Union addressed by Obama administration. This action speaks for itself. Obama has lost the respect of the troops. 3. Missouri Republican Mike Liera introduced legislation making it a felony to introduce legislation that proposes gun control measures in any form. See Bill HB 633. This man needs to be saluted. 4. And the best one. Gun companies are now refusing to sell firearms to governments with strict gun laws. Epic win. Here are just a few of the companies that are in on this. LaRue Tactical, Olympic Arms Incorporated, Extreme Firepower, EFI LLC, Templar Custom, York Arms, and Cheaper Than Dirt. A special thanks to the following, GunsSaveLife.com and Grassroots North Carolina for their fervish efforts to react in a logical and effective way against these totalitarian gun control efforts. Taking the guns away from those trying to restrict your gun rights is the only solution. The firearm manufacturers named above are the unsung heroes, and they deserve your support if you enjoy the freedom to keep your guns. Now, on to the bad. Now, bad to me means, simply put, your government not working to benefit you. Being lazy or inept is criminal in my eyes when it comes to politicians who are supposed to be the stewards of your welfare and your financial security. Below are just a few items I found in the last week alone. The problem is that these are only a week's worth of issues. These are happening at not only a more accelerated rate, but the actual issues are seemingly growing to become not only laziness or ineptness, but straight-up ethics issues. Examples the U.S. Post Office spending two-plus million on a meeting in San Francisco. They're bankrupt. IRS tax fraud. Spending millions of your tax dollars on Blackberries and air cards for themselves. Congress going on vacation while over 4,000-plus jobs are being printed up pink slips. Oh, and here's a doozy. Prison inmates collecting unemployment. Need I say more? Or how about Concord, New Hampshire? The House votes on free ski passes for lawmakers. Yep, they really need those, don't they? Oh, 
Here's a shining example of fiscal responsibility. Baltimore spends $585,000 on a study of how to save money. And if all those didn't piss you off, how about schools excluding whites from tutoring programs? Return to segregation? And the icing to this cake? This is all happening while Obama is already on his second vacation of this term. That all being said, I even saw a story about a politician who's trying to make vulgar photoshopping illegal. Can you say infringement of the First Amendment? I sit and I wonder sometimes, how the hell do these people get elected if they don't even understand our basic rights? And if none of the above got your attention, Texas C-Scope program is teaching your kids Islam and communism. In my article, I posted a video. The video is an interview that Janice Van Cleve had with InfoWars. She is the administrator of TXCScopeReview.com, and I highly encourage you go check it out. In an effort to keep moving, in Washington, Senate members are pushing legislation to ban assault weapons. The bill is SB 5737. Sponsors of this bill are Ed Murray, Gene Cole Wells, and Adam Klein. All Democrats, by the way. Now, I want to take a moment to point out how problematic these people are in your society. These vipers are in control of the rules, ways and means, higher education, law and justice, and natural resources and parks committees. Why is this important? Simple. This means they are in charge of, or are a part of, the people that decide what bills get voted on. The laws they decide on determines what happens to your property when you die, and when you're still upright and kicking. They also decide on what curriculum gets funding for what is being taught to your children and family, further eroding your child's views of a free America, and steering them towards communism in this sinister evisceration and erosion of your freedoms. And if you would like an example of what communism can do to a country, take a look at the nighttime map of North Korea I put on my blog. Incrementalism. Incrementalism sounds innocent, almost quaint, but it's the slithering snake that sneaks up on you and bites you when you least expect it. Those who use this methodology work slowly. They are methodical and calculating. They do their communist roles quietly under the guise of helping you. Don't be fooled. They want your rights obliterated and their overall track record of abolishing your individual rights proves it. Don't believe me? Fine. Take a look for yourself. Using the example above, Mr. Murray's sponsorship of SB 5714, universal background checks for all firearms transfers, so they can track all firearms. This can only lead to confiscation, taxes on the firearms you already own, or outright punitive penalties up to and including demonizing you, your family, and anyone that carries firearms. Think it can't happen? Maybe you should. See my previous article spotlighting the interactive map that was posted by the Journal News in New Jersey. Or you could read the Newsbusters story explaining how the Journal News was disgraced into taking the interactive map down. In my opinion, Texas reacted with the best answer to this epic New Jersey failed gun owner demonization by posting their own interactive map stating that every red dot on the map was a gun owner. And if you haven't seen it, the entire map is red. 
clearly letting other gun grabbers know they won't put up with this crap. I applaud this, and I hope you all get a good chuckle out of it. I know I did. Reshaping America Most people in America were raised to think that what has been done to American politics and society couldn't be done. It was unthinkable just 20 years ago. Incrementalization has been taking place for a very long time. Marxist and socialist frameworks have been put into place. They have been raising your taxes, reducing your personal rights, and attempting to make you dependent on government. Through unemployment extensions, free health care, which isn't free, working Americans pay for it, and other social programs. This is just the beginning of the implementation of their nefarious plan. I and many others see what is happening. The undermining of the foundation and the very fabric of our nation. I hope you can too now. But if you still need proof, how about your government willing to lay off 800,000 workers? At least 400,000 of those are civilians. Instead of facing reality, we have a spending problem. And these communists will not stop spending. Because that would fix the problem. This gives them 800,000 more people dependent on government. And they want you dependent on the state at all costs. Mistakes are how we learn. Without mistakes, we would continue to do harm to ourselves. If you burn your hand on a stove burner, you don't put your hand back on the stove again, because it hurts. We in America haven't learned this yet. We bail out banks instead of letting them face consequences for their corrupt and criminal practices. We bail out companies that made unsound financial deals, and we call both of these examples too big to fail. And still, no consequences. They never got their hand burned. Just a slap on the wrist and back to business as usual. No one went to jail for corruption. No one learned a damn thing. So we, as a nation, just keep getting burned. We just keep rolling further and further towards that point of no return where no one can or will help us. Here's a quote that I thought was relevant. Anyone that has never made a mistake has never tried anything new. This was Albert Einstein. Think about it for a minute. We all have a family member or friend who just spends too much money and always asks for handouts. I call it a handout because we all know damn well they won't pay it back. Every time you help them by giving them money, they just waste it. They say, oh, I have to pay rent, or oh, I need gas to get to work, if they even have a job, and then they go spend it on something else. They just do whatever they want because they know they can just keep coming back and getting more. It isn't until you shut them down and say no that they learn. It isn't until they understand that there isn't an unlimited amount of empathy within you that they begin to understand what personal responsibility is. Think I'm wrong? Wait until California falls off the cliff. And watch what other states do when they refuse to pay for the lifestyle choices of those citizens. If you think conservative states will allow themselves to be brought down by the liberal petri dish we call California, you got another thing coming. Your nation is fraying at the edges. Waco and Ruby Ridge were just precursors. The Oklahoma City bombing was the culmination of the villainization of the far right, of which many were staunch racists, of which I don't agree with, but many were liberty-minded, freedom-loving Americans like you and I. I don't condone bombings of innocents, but those who work in government must realize if they keep pushing, 
certain groups of individuals may just push back, and it doesn't have to be violence. It could simply be something like gun manufacturers stopping the sale of firearms to city, state, and federal governments. The liberals in your life think differently than you or I. They are bleeding hearts, and they feel they have no other option but to play the socialist games and push communist ideals to accomplish their goals. Embrace these people. Show them that socialism does not work. Be kind enough to argue your point in a clear and concise way so they take something away from the conversation other than hatred, or the idea that you are a basket case. Breaking the mold of gun nut means showing that you are articulate, helpful, and calm. It goes a lot farther than threatening to start a civil war every time something doesn't go your way. As I begin to close this article, I want to focus in on the most disturbing thing that I have seen not only in the last few weeks, but in quite some time. This was Mr. Biden's recent statement, clearly stating that he is relying on legitimate media for a successful gun control effort. Why is this disturbing? Let me explain why. By calling certain agencies legitimate, he flags other media sources as illegitimate. This implies that their stories, articles, and other information is somehow invalid, which is blatantly untrue, and I would even say dangerous. In fact, the blogosphere has been the outlet that we, as a citizenry, have needed for a long time. Bradley Manning, a whistleblower, is just one example. He is currently imprisoned by the American authorities for passing classified materials that he thought needed to be shared with the world to WikiLeaks, an organization that takes pride in releasing classified materials to put egg on government's faces. Funny, considering that Obama promised to protect such whistleblowers back in 2008 and 2009. I leave you with an excerpt from a novel. It is a statement you should think on and dissect, because it's so simple you have to wonder why this is seemingly overlooked by those you call public servants. It goes as follows. If guns are outlawed, only outlaws will have guns. This was from The Wayward Welfare State in 1981 by Roger A. Freeman on page 286. As I close this episode, I want to leave you with a question instead of a quote. The question is, are you prepared to be an outlaw if they ban your guns? It's a question that in recent months has been on the minds of America's most staunch supporters of the Second Amendment, and it's one they don't take lightly, and neither should you. Thanks for checking in. Make sure to share it with your friends if you like what you hear. I appreciate all the support.